If you need a new roof or a repair, Easton Roofing will take care of you. Estimates are always free and suggestions are built on integrity. Visit EastonRoofing.com for more information. Get back to business faster with Easton Roofing. Easton Roofing. Integrity matters. 800-312-9970. Stanley from New York owed $93,000. The IRS placed a levy on his bank account. Coast One released the levy and settled with the IRS for $2,000. Mark in Michigan owed $225,000. After Coast One stepped in, Mark walked away paying less than $1,500. Call Coast One now. A 10-minute call can save you up to 93% on your back taxes. Get your fresh start today. That's 800-312-9970. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. Very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. Hi, I'm Capri, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Girl Spicy Deluxe is the chicken. They actually put it on the grill, cooked it in the sauce. It's definitely a good grilled spicy sandwich. Hey, I'm Michelle, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Girl Spicy Deluxe is it's spicy and it's full of flavor. When you pair that with the Wichita's Joe Crunch salad, it's sports just good. Order a spicy deluxe sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. Available for a limited time. Real guests paid for their testimonials. This is SportsCenter. I'm Christine Lisi. Might there be a blockbuster trade before this year's NFL draft? The Bears are leaning toward trading the number one overall pick, reports ESPN's Adam Schefter. Chicago has been approached by multiple teams in a year where anywhere from 8 to 12 franchises could be looking to make a switch at QB. Last month, GM Ryan Poles reaffirmed his commitment to quarterback Justin Fields. Trading Fields was never really in the cards for Chicago, believes our Keyshawn Johnson. Chicago needs people around him. They need to build just like the Eagles did for Jalen Hurts. Same, he's a bigger, he's a little bit bigger than Jalen Hurts, but same sort of skill set, mm-hmm. same sort of locker room leadership, all of those sort of things is watching this and paying attention to it. There was no way in the world that they was getting ready to move on from Justin Fields. He of Keyshawn J. Will and Max, Bucks co-owner Mark Lassery reaching an agreement to sell his portion of the franchise to Browns owners Jimmy and D. Haslam, according to ESPN's Tim Bontemps, the $3.5 billion valuation, the second highest valuation ever for an NBA team. We all know the game isn't over till it's over. So next time your car breaks down, don't call it quits. Head to eBay Motors. They have 122 million parts to take your car into overtime. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. You're listening to The Pulse with Pat Strothman on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Small town, big dreams, and a young boy the age of 15. 
Had a premonition his city would get seen. Now I'm winning, get sheen in the city of the home of our hero. What's up, Wichita? Good Monday afternoon to you all. Hope you had a terrific weekend. Certainly was a fun weekend for the Sunflower State's men's basketball teams. That's for darn sure. K-State, KU, and Wichita State all sweeping. That's exactly what we want to see going into the month of March. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Pat Strathman. Producing is Jack Johnson. This is The Pulse on Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. You can also stream us online at ESPNWichita.com. You can stream us on the TuneIn app on your smartphone. You can also check us out from your favorite smart speaker. Tell your smart speaker to tune into ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. You can give us a call at any point, 316-669-4996. If you haven't heard, we're giving away tickets all week long, baby. Wichita State men's basketball's regular season finale is Sunday at 1 o'clock. We'll be handing out tickets throughout the week. If I don't give them away today, I told Jack to please yell at me. So the reason why I say that is because I'm here at Hartman Arena, home to KCAC Championship Monday. More on that here in just a little bit. So have the number handy, 316-669-4996. You can also text us at 316-247-0923. If you want to say what's up or give us your thoughts on this past weekend, feel free to hit us up at 316-247-0923. You can also interact with us on Twitter, ESPN Wichita, Pat Stropman, Johnny J underscore 15, and we're also on Facebook, ESPN Wichita 92.3. So, your show lineup today, very heavy when it comes to KCAC Championship Monday stuff. Coming up tonight at 6 o'clock, our men's basketball finale, number four, Southwestern, number three, Bethel. Should be an epic, epic showdown. You'll hear from Southwestern Hemmings basketball coach Matt O'Brien coming up at 2.20. Kevin Clark will also be here. And speaking of which, they are slowly walking their way over this way right now. So maybe I'll try to sneak them in now rather than trying to wait till later. Because coming up at 2.40, we'll have Bethel College's Jason Artez. We'll also be joined by Cliff Bird, the senior there from Memphis, Texas. In our number two... We'll kick things off with friends, women's basketball coach Dean Jaderston and Taylor Jackson. Friends, the number seven seed, taking on the five seed in St. Mary. St. Mary Spires, coached by Andy Kelly. He'll be joined by Rebecca Gilpin. So we have a slew of interviews lined up for you all here today. Also, at 3.40 or so, we'll do our best body shot best of the week. We'll take a look back at what took place last week and tell you all about the awesome finishes at the high school level, college level, so on and so forth. So that is our lineup for today. It is very, very heavy toward KCAC basketball, but for good reason. KCAC Championship Monday, it's like Christmas, man, at least for me. This is really the indication of postseason basketball is finally here for March Madness and so on and so forth. So looking forward to talking to all those coaches and all those players as well. We'll have live play-by-play coverage of the road to Hartman Arena, if you will, 
starting at 6 o'clock with the men. After that, it'll be the women at about 8 o'clock or so. Well, I think we're going to wait a little bit on on Kevin and Coach Matt O'Brien. They're right here. I I see some camera work being, uh, I think, created over here by uh, Andrew Burgos, so we might want to wait just for a second when he's ready. I don't want to hop in and do anything. Well, now I think Matt O'Brien and Kevin Clark, I think we can sneak him in right now. I want to make sure that Burgos was good before we dove right in. So right now... We'll go ahead and have Matt O'Brien and Kevin Clark on the show. I don't want to wait. I don't want to make them wait for a long time. I know Kevin over here, the ultimate competitor, wants to get back out there and shoot for the next, what, 18 minutes. I'm sure it's probably killing him to miss a little bit of shoot around. But uh, Kevin Clark, our, our guest from Southwestern, he is a junior, transferred in from Cali Community College. You might recognize him from Arc City. He's on a little bit of a tear, scoring 39-44 in 33, so we'll talk to Kevin about that and his head coaches here as well and Matt O'Brien. Guys, glad to have you here. KCAC Championship Monday, exciting times. How are things going? Coach O'Brien, we'll start with you. Great. You know, this is uh, this is the place to be and just uh, everything Dr. Crawford did, his, you know, his uh, mission and vision to have this here at Hartman Arena. Um, it's a really special thing for all the athletes in the KCAC. Yeah, no doubt. Kevin, what's it like being here at Hartman Arena? Um, it's it's a blessing. My dad's played here for a lot of years. Yeah. He, I, I came. I just told Coach OB I've, I've never played on this court, but I've, I've came and watched so many games here, and it's it's a blessing to get to get to play here finally. Yeah, no doubt. Well, you guys tip off at six o'clock. It's Bethel and Southwestern. It's a four-three showdown. We'll talk about that showdown here in just a little bit. But Coach, I want to start with you. You guys open things up in postseason play with Bethany. Hard-fought game. Guys trailed by double digits, trailed by as many as 15. You guys will find a way to win that one. Your reward was going to Bartlesville, Oklahoma, going to number 7 Oklahoma Westland. And to go down there and shoot 61% from the field, put 98 points on the board, just sensational. What really stood out to you in that game in the semifinals last time out at Oklahoma Wesleyan? You know, I think our guys uh, had played with a lot of confidence. Uh, I think when we got through that Bethany game, you know, we had some pressure on that in that game. And then I really feel like when we went into the Oklahoma Wesleyan game, we felt like we were playing with house money. Mm-hmm. I think we were a little bit loose and we needed to play that way because in order to beat a good team like Oklahoma Wesleyan, you're going to have to be able to hit shots. And we were just knocking down shots. And it started with Kevin Clark. I mean, he, he, he got us going early on, and he gave the rest of us confidence to know the ball can go in the hole and got us started off on the right note. And uh, we just continued to play hard throughout that game and gave ourselves a good chance to win. Yeah. Well, in that game, too, Oklahoma Wesleyan, the one thing the Eagles are really known for, especially in that building, you can have a lead, but it usually doesn't last very long. They usually hit you with that extended run of 10-0, 15-0. It usually happens pretty much every single game down in that building. You guys led by quite a bit, and you never let the lead shrink below 11 in that second half. What were you able to do? Obviously, offensively it was there, but defensively you still had to deal with Jansen Litsky and, and Caleb Stokes and DJ Talton, just a, a really solid squad. So what really stood out to you in that second half that allowed you guys to keep the lead above 11 and not have that run happen against Oklahoma Wesleyan? Well, I think our effort... Um, on Litchke was tremendous. Uh, Hidalgo, our freshman, all-freshman player, he did a really good job. And then Jarvis Jennings came off the bench and gave us some good minutes against him. And then Andrew O'Brien had about five, six minutes in the uh, in, in the end of that game where he did a really, really good job giving him a different look with speed. 
and, and some technique. So, you know, I thought we did a pretty good job of neutralizing him. He's such a great player, as we all know. And then we were tough. You know, we've got guys with a lot of experience that were taking care of the basketball against their press, and we knocked down the free throws. Trey Abasolo, you and I were talking about him in the Bethany game, came up with a big three, had a big jumper at the free throw line, shot it like he knew it was going to go in. It's like he's been making that shot all year long, made free throws, had a key steal in that game against Bethany. And then on Saturday, he goes on the road in Bartlesville and scores 20 in a monster game in his very young career as a mound builder. Your thoughts on Trey Abasolo and what he was able to do this this last game in the semis? Well, he's emerging at just the right time, but I'm sure Kevin could speak to this as well. We're not surprised at all. The amount of work this kid puts in on a daily basis, I mean, throughout the entire season, it was just a matter of things kind of breaking through, and it did at the end of that Bethany game. I mean, he was tremendous. Kevin was outstanding, and we knew how many points he had. But no one was bigger than Trey Abasolo at the end of that Bethany game, carried over to Oklahoma Wesleyan, and he made some big plays offensively and defensively, and especially at that free throw line at the end of the game to kind of seal things versus Oklahoma Wesleyan. All right, Kevin. Well, let's get your thoughts on, on the KCAC postseason tournament run thus far. You close out the regular season with a 39-point performance at Friends, followed it up with, you know, no big deal, 44 points against Bethany, which – uh, uh, man, I told Coach Matt O'Brien, I was like, man, how many times did you know Cam do that back in the day? And I went and looked, and Cam did, I, I think he did six times, which, of course, it was, it was foolish of me to assume they never did that because Cam was so good. But here you are scoring 44 against Bethany, and then you followed up with 33 on Saturday. Your thoughts on the postseason run? What has stood out to you? Man, it's been a heck of a season. The regular season was just, was just tremendous, spending it with my guys, and, and uh, I'm just trying to do whatever I can to help my guys win, and and uh, th- when we're in the championship game, so I, I think I did just that, and it's, it's time to go today. Yeah, well, of course, here you are. Everyone knows what you're going to do. I think everyone tries to take it away, but you still find ways to not let it affect you. What really goes into your mindset when it comes to that? Is it just simply, hey, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. You can try to take it away from me. It's not going to matter. What's really your mindset when it comes to that? Because I feel like teams always try to key on you on the three-point line, and they go, okay, fine, I'll drive, and I'll pull up from mid-range. Are you going to double-team me? Fine, I'll pass it to a wide-open teammate for for a jumper. So what really goes into your mindset being the, the type of player that you are? Yeah, just to be aggressive and make plays for my team, and, and I try to make the right play every time. It's 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 um, it's just a really simple decision out there. It's it's one or two decisions away from making a basket, and that's, that's what I try to do every time. Yeah, no doubt. What's it been like being a part of this Southwestern program? Because this is year two for you. Last year, KCSU Newcomer of the Year, which I don't think anyone would argue that because you certainly had a great year. This year, you've kind of upped your game a little bit. So what's it been like being a part of this Southwestern Mount Builder program? It's been great. Uh, the individual work we put in in the summer, it, it really translates to our game th- this season. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been great working with Coach O'Brien. I, I love the man to death, and uh, I'm so glad I came here. Coach Matt O'Brien. What was the the day like when Kevin Clark called you and said, "Hey, Coach, I'm coming"? Were you well, doing backflips? Well, he came through. It was in the gym. I think we had we had some kind of camp. We had a showcase or a camp, and he came through. And he's like, "I'm coming." And I think he he might have told Coach Miser at the time first. And I was just like, "Well, until I hear it from him, I'm, it's not official." And then when he told us, you know, we get you know we're able to give him a big hug. And then I I know what for the most part I knew what we had and a prolific scorer. Pat, what I didn't know is I knew he was a competitor. But he's the ultimate competitor, and he's going to make his teammates better. 
And uh, that's the part that's been really exciting to watch over these last year and a half is just what what a complete competitor this kid is. Um, I thought I was getting a scorer who's played really hard, but I, but we're getting, I, I believe, the best competitor in the United States right here sitting beside me. Kevin, I'm getting old. I remember you playing high school at Arc City. It's been a little bit. I remember you back then and. Even back then, it's like I don't see too much that's that's really different with you back then than now. I think you're still kind of like the same player. I think you're just more efficient with what you're able to do. I think the way that you play, too, is maybe a little bit different than what most people probably recognize. They probably see your shot and they go, well, that's not the perfect form or whatever it might be. But you're still able to be you know, super, super effective. Mm-hmm. How have you been able to, to I guess, adjust uh, being that type of player, a guy who probably gets overlooked because you're a little bit undersized, but here you are still able to put up 30 points a game if you want to. Yeah, it's all about trying to find ways to get my shot off and, and trying to make those shots. And I, uh, I think I do a good job of understanding angles when people are guarding me. If they go this way, then I'll kind of like pivot around and shoot a, shoot a jump shot on my on my other side. And it's it's really just trying to not get my shot blocked and, and kind of go with the flow of how that happens in the game. You went to Cali first, and you end up competing for a national championship. What was that like? What did it do for you to set you up for success here at Southwestern? Uh, the run was incredible. I, I loved uh, every day. Those guys were amazing. It was a fantastic experience winning the region and then going on that run to the national championship. It was, And especially for Coach Dasam, I actually talked to him yesterday. He <laughs> called me and wished me luck for this game. So uh, it was it was a very spectacular experience, and I think it translated here too. Yeah, and now he's he's wearing some different colors too. No longer at Cali, now at Hodge. Yeah, some ugly colors. Yeah. <laughs> I was wait, I was waiting for that line to be thrown in there. Yeah, a little bit of a little bit of a rivalry there when it comes to that. But uh, you know, I asked Coach about you know Trey Abasolo and some of those guys. What about what about you and the teammates with Andrew O'Brien, a guy who has 200 assists here for the season? Dang Bull being a, a lockdown type of defender. Zach Hildago has been a guy who's been coming along strong as of late. And then coming off the bench, you have Trey, two Trey's, Trey White and Trey Episolo. Rance Kendrick and started to play a little bit more. And then you have Phillip Smith and Travis Jennings. So what's been like playing with those guys? Uh, it, what's funny is, is I've already played with them uh, most of my career. I played with Dang for a year at Cali. I played with Cooper in high school for three years. And uh, ever since we were 11 years old, me and, me and Drew O'Brien have been playing together. So it, it's really... It, we're all older and we're all bigger. Besides me, I didn't grow that much. But <laughs> <laughs> we're all older and bigger. But it's it's mostly the same. It's, it's really really been fun uh, to play at the collegiate level with those guys. Yeah, no doubt. Well, you you brought up your dad, Todd. So I figured we might as well go in and talk about him a little bit. Being a, a coach's coach's son, what was it like growing up with him? And did you just kind of soak it all in, getting a chance to go to the gym twenty four seven? I bet that was a dream as a kid. For me, that'd be a dream growing up, being able to go to the gym wherever I wanted. Yeah, but I was getting yelled at it in the gym when I was four years old, <laughs> <laughs> up until eleven. And me and my brother were playing tag around the gym all the time, and we have to line up and run with the <laughs> run with the team sometimes. <laughs> but it was it was really fun. I'm I'm, uh, I'm glad I'm a coach's son. I, I love my dad to death, and. Uh, yeah, I, I uh, hope he's proud of me tonight. I yeah. hope, hope he is. Yeah. Coach, uh, <laughs> your thoughts with, with Kevin being a, a coach or son, what does that do from, from your perspective? Are you yelling at him just kind of like what, what his dad did back in the day or no? No, I, you know, I don't. Coach Clark, the Cali legend, probably wishes I would yell at uh, Kevin a lot more. <laughs> uh, but, you know, when you're coaching a guy who plays that hard, you know, plays as hard as he does, it's hard, and he's competing. 
I kind of just let him go. And then, you know, here at Southwestern, the biggest thing I wanted to do, Pat, is I didn't want to mess it up. I mean, he's he makes shots. He competes. Uh, we just, you know, we, we continue to hone in on the stuff that his dad has taught him because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I, I'm, I want him to shoot that ball the exact same way he's been doing his whole life. It's been going in his whole life. And uh, we just tried to, you know, encourage the things that he's been already been doing and, and, and try and make sure he gets, stays consistent with those reps. And he's done that. And it's just been a lot of fun to coach him and have his family a part of the family, about about part of our program as well his uh, younger brother's going to be a builder as well oh nice good we're going to keep it going here at southwestern and get that winning dna is that the main reason why you're so competitive my little brother yeah yeah i i i would say i'd have to turn him up a few notches he kind of got soft (laughs) on me there but uh you know he's he's gonna be he's gonna come in and kevin's gonna be next year he's gonna be like man coach my back is hurting a little bit and his brother's gonna be like what, we getting old? Like, what's going on? That's what he's going to tell you. He's going, you're getting old? What's going on? Yeah, no, I can't wait for him to come to practice and stuff like that, man. It's, <laughs> it's going to be fun. You're going to you're gonna have to keep uh, keep them in separate groups, Coach. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I know there's we'll, – we'll get it figured out. They're both competitors, uh, but they'll they'll bring the best out of each other. Yeah. Well, I want to go back to the competitiveness. And I know you're – We I asked about your brother and so on and so forth, but every time I watch you, Kevin – I mean, you guys could be, like, leading, like, 6-0, and here's Kevin Clark just yelling and flexing his muscles. And I'm like, we're just getting the game started, Kevin. we got, like, an entire game to go here. Like, I expect you to go on, like, a 12-0 run and then flex your muscles, that type of thing. But for, right from the get-go, I think I see your competitive, competitiveness right off the bat. So, I mean, how do you – do you just let it fly? Like, yeah, do you I try just, to control it? it out. It's just the emotion of the game. Okay. It's, it's competing one possession at a time, and – and sometimes it is one possession when maybe just one three and then a flex happens and something like that. But it's it's just me. It's just emotion, really. Yeah, sure. Well, it's, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think playing with emotion, this this game needs to be played with some emotion. If you if you don't love it, if you don't have any fire for it, then why are you playing basketball? For um, sure, you 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 shouldn't be should be stepping away. So, coach, I do want to talk about the game that I can Bethel before we let you get going. We got five minutes left here for shoot around. So appreciate you guys being here, Bethel. Jason Artez, a lot of people wrote them off. No no Jalen Scott. All right, here we go. All right, they're going to fall the fifth, sixth, seventh. You know, they're not going to make the tournament, blah, 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 whatever you might want to say about them. Here they are back in the KCAC championship game for a third consecutive year. Cliff Bird changing his role a little bit, kind of taking over for what Jalen Scott was able to do last season. And then you have guys like Brian Maccabee, who was able to shoot the rock from beyond the arc. You throw out Melo Yakabu one of the more talented freshmen I think we've seen in a little while in this conference. So your thoughts on Bethel and the challenge that, that Bethel really poses tonight in the KCAC championship game? Pat, I'm not surprised they're here. Coach Artaz does an unbelievable job. This is three years in a row they've made it to Hartman Arena, and um, they've got a good staff, not just a good team. They have a good basketball program. They run a program. They've got good players, good coaches. They do things the right way. They play hard night in and night out. You watch their game. You know if you're playing Bethel, you got to you're going to have to match their intensity because they certainly play hard. Um, I I agree. I think Bird's an awesome player. I mean, he's been very good in this league for a long time. Maccabee's been a good player in this league for quite some time. They've got some talented young freshmen. We've got our hands full. Um, Coach Artaz does some really good things, getting his guys to play to their strengths, whether it's driving, getting to their left hand, getting certain guys on the block in certain situations, and setting us up in ball screens that can cause some confusion. So 
Uh, I think he's one of the best coaches in the league. Yeah, they certainly are playing well now and have continue to have a bright future. We got our hands full. Uh, I, I expect to have a you know a really tough battle today. Yeah. What 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 was your reaction when you saw the box score and you saw eighty three percent in the first half from the field? They were twenty of twenty four, nine of ten from beyond the arc. Wow. <laughs> just wow. I mean, they, and then you watch the game and they're just you know they're making everything and so. You know we're we're gonna have to guard them harder. Yeah. If you don't if you don't get close to these guys, you know Coach McSorley's done a really good job preparing these guys with the scouting report, and, and they know if you if you're not close to them, they're gonna shoot it in your face. And so we got to be ready to make them a little bit more uncomfortable than they were in their last game, and make those shots just a little bit tougher, knowing that some of them are gonna go down. When you're playing a great basketball player, uh, basketball team, and players like they have, they're gonna make shots, and we just got to continue to work. All right, Coach, where you better get back out there. Thank you so much for your time, Kevin. Thank you so much. Thank Best you. of luck thank to you tonight. So All right, thanks a lot. Go Builders. Kevin Clark and Matt O'Brien from Southwestern here on the Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Southwestern and Bethel tip-off tonight at 6 o'clock. Speaking of Bethel, you'll hear from Jason Artez and Cliff Bird coming up in just a little bit as shoot-around continues to take place here at Hartman Arena in Park City. Let us take a break. When we come back, we'll break down Wichita State, KU, K-State. That's coming your way next here on The Pulse on ESPN Wichita. This is The Pulse on Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. DQ presents how to experience the new DQ Reese's Take 5 Blizzard with your five senses. First, open your eyes and see it all. Reese's peanut butter cups, caramel, peanuts, pretzels. (gasps) It's beautiful. Then feel it. Oh, it's cold. Next, listen to it. Now, smell it with your nose. Oh, sweet top notes. And finally, taste it. Experience the new Reese's Take 5 Blizzard today. DQ, happy tastes good. Get it delivered at DQ.com. Delivery subject to availability, additional fees, and minimum order requirements. We tried Dynavite Nutritional Supplement, and after a couple of weeks, we noticed a big difference. Our little gizmo's coat was shinier, and there was a lot less scratching and shedding. My dog smelled and scratched constantly. We bathed and sprayed her, took her to the vet, but no results. Now, a little Dynavite in her food helps Bella keep her beautiful coat with no scratching or smell. Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dynavite. Are you in trouble with the IRS? Detaxify is the trusted tax relief solution that has an A-plus rating with the BBB, five-star rating from Google, and specializes in the IRS Fresh Start program. If you have years of unfiled back tax returns or owe more than $10,000 to the IRS or state, the government has the power to garnish your wages, freeze your bank account, and in some cases, they can now revoke your passport. This is John Zandi, president of Detaxify. Detaxify specializes in the Fresh Start program where we help struggling taxpayers get out of collections or settle their tax debt. If you're being audited or dealing with threatening letters from the government, you may need professional tax relief representation. My team at Detaxify can stop the tax collectors and stop the threatening letters from the IRS or state. Call me now for a free consultation. Call now, 800-601-7780. That's 800-601-7780. Detaxify offers a 100% customer satisfaction guarantee. Call now, 800-601-7780. 800-601-7780. Dell's semi-annual sale is the perfect opportunity for a significant business upgrade. Save up to 45% on Dell computers with Windows 11 Pro and get an easy start to your workday. 
Plus, enjoy special pricing on Dell Docs, monitors, servers, and more, all with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Speak to a Dell Technologies advisor today to find the right tech for your business with fast, free shipping. Call 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Today on Hey Culligan, soft water, cleaner environment. What do you say, Greg? Hey Culligan. Are you saying if I have a Culligan high-efficiency water softener, I'm also helping the environment? It sounds like you're saying it, Greg, and yes, you are, because with the Culligan high-efficiency water softener, you'll use less detergent, soap, and harsh chemicals, and that's good for the planet. Now you're saying it. You bet I am, Greg. Soft water and a cleaner environment is already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test from a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. Welcome back to The Pulse on ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Producing is Jack Johnson. I'm Pat Strothman. Coming up, we'll have Bethel Headman's basketball coach Jason Artez and senior Cliff Bird. Those two guys will be a part of the KCAC Men's Basketball Championship game tonight at 6 o'clock. I'm telling you right now, if you've never been to a KCAC game, now's the time to do it at Harmon Arena because the place tonight is going to be, I think, super loud. Because you have friends, St. Mary, Bethel and Southwestern, Bethel and North Newton, Southwestern and Winfield, friends in Wichita, St. Mary all the way out in Leavenworth, but this is their first ever KCAC championship appearance. It's going to be juiced in this building. So come watch some great basketball tonight. You do have to get your tickets online. Don't just show up and expect to get in here. You do have to get your tickets online. Come on out and be a part of this because I'm telling you, tonight is going to be special. It's three, four, five, seven seats. Those are the four teams that are here on Championship Monday. St. Mary has never been to the postseason tournament. Friends hasn't been since 17-18. Southwestern and Bethel both in the tournament last year, but Southwestern has lost to Bethel for three consecutive years in the postseason tournament. Bethel has made it to Championship Monday three consecutive years. So some awesome storylines, and we'll continue to break it down as we move closer to tip-off tonight at 6. That's when the men tip, followed by the women at about 8 o'clock. Play-by-play coverage from Hartman Arena tonight on ESPN Wichita. Wichita State, the Shockers. Let's break down Sunflower State basketball, shall we? Wichita State getting a win at Tulane yesterday, 83-76. to Shockers continue to be this incredible team on the road. At Charles Koch Arena, maybe not the best, but on the road, they've been terrific. Wichita State won its fifth straight American Athletic Conference road game. It's the longest streak since joining the league and moved to within a game of fifth place Temple in the standings with two to play. Top five finishers are in a buy in next month's AAC tournament, so there's still a chance for the Shockers. They do have Houston coming up, so that's the, the biggest hurdle in the way for Wichita State. Jerron Pierre Jr. scored a season-high 28 points in his return to his native state of Louisiana. Craig Porter Jr. celebrated his 23rd birthday in style He had a triple-double yesterday of 15 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. 
He is just the second shocker in the last 50 years to get a triple-double. The other guy, Toronto Raptors All-Star, Fred Van Vliet. He delivered the other on February 7, 2015, against Missouri State. Shocker shot 53% from the field, 10 of 22 from deep. It's amazing when the Shockers make three-pointers. They just become, no one's saying an invincible team, but they take it to another level. They were able to convert in transition as well, and that's really been the key for Wichita State for the offense, being able to run and gun as, as fast as possible. Wichita State outscored Tulane 19-4 to on fast-break opportunities. Wichita State, they had a lead as large as 17. Tulane rallied from large deficits to win each of the three previous meetings, including an 18-point first half hole last month in Wichita. The Green Wave, they had a 15-2 run to get within four before halftime, and then 69-68 near the six-minute mark of the second half. But Wichita State cracked down defensively. Tulane had just three baskets the rest of the way. James Rojas was big down the stretch. He had eight points during a 14-5 shocker spurt. That pushed the lead safely back to double digits. This team has matched the win total from last year, in case you're wondering, for all those people that have been very, very pessimistic this year. This Wichita State team, the Shockers, have matched the win total from last season, and they have more conference wins, in case you're paying attention at home. So the Shockers, they get a much-needed win. They looked impressive yesterday against the Tulane Green Wave. Up next, Wichita State, Houston, and then Sunday, regular season finale at Charles Koch Arena against USF. We'll be giving away a pair of those tickets here before too long. And if you don't win the day, don't you worry. We'll have chances to win throughout the week. And we'll throw in some Wichita State baseball tickets as well. So it's a big week here on the station in terms of giving away tickets to Wichita State games. Going over the KU, Jayhawks, I told you that they shouldn't worry about West Virginia. Jack, I haven't learned my lesson, have I? And neither have you, because you thought Kansas would roll too. Kansas barely beats West Virginia, 76-74. Five Jayhawks scored in double figures, but West Virginia had a chance to get the win, or at least tie West Virginia to not get a shot attempt in the final 20 seconds, allowing Kansas to get the win and to gain sole possession of first place in the Big 12 after a Texas loss to Baylor on Saturday. Dewan Harris led Kansas 7-9 of nine from the field, 6 assists, career-high 6 steals, joined in double figures by Grady Dick with 16. Kevin McCuller Jr. continues to impress. He had 16 K.J. Adams with 13, and Jalen Wilson with 11. I do got to say, though, Jack, Jalen Wilson has hit a little bit of a wall. I'm not concerned, and I know you're going to say you're not concerned as well, but this could be a very big deal for Kansas, a big development, because now Kansas is starting to get used to winning with Jalen Wilson not putting up 20 points per game. Agree or disagree? Yeah, I think this actually happened at the best time for Kansas because you have to learn how to win in a variety of ways if you're going to go far in March. If you're a one-man show, 
you're not making it out of the first week. And I think early on when Kansas was slumping a little bit, it was because Jalen Wilson was the only offensive contributor. We saw on Saturday, Dewan Harris was fantastic. K.J. Adams was as well. Kevin McCuller was great. Uh, you're starting to see this Kansas team really get contributions from everybody, kind of with the exception of Jalen Wilson, who's in a little bit of a slump right now. And once Jalen Wilson can kind of step into that role of not needing to put up 20, 25 shots a game, uh, this offense can really beat down some teams in shootouts. And I think if you're a Kansas fan, that's the best-case scenario heading into postseason play. Agreed. Now, it was a fun watching them barely eat that one out. But still, Jalen Wilson running into a little bit of a wall here down the stretch. I know some people are probably going to look at that and go, that's not a good thing for Kansas. I think those that have followed KU all throughout the year could be a very positive sign for the Kansas Jayhawks going into the month of March, which is just around the corner. Meanwhile, for K-State, hey, hey, the Wildcats. They went on the road, and they got a W. Kansas State victorious at Oklahoma State this past weekend, a game that you heard right here on ESPN, Wichita 92.3 FM. 73-68, the final score. Three-point baskets by Keontae Johnson and Ish Masood late in the second half. Gave number 14 Kansas State the lift it needed as the Wildcats swept the season series from Oklahoma State with a 73-68 win at Gallagher-Iba Arena. K-State now on a three-game winning streak. The Wildcats snapped a five-game road-losing streak in Big 12 play. First road win since a 97-95 overtime win at Baylor on January 7th. K-State thought there for a little bit. It's like, oh, man, down by one with 6.23 to go. I was a little bit worried. But a big three by Keontae Johnson. Ish Masood followed that up with a triple. And you kind of felt like that K-State was going to find a way to get the job done. And the Wildcats did exactly that. They were able to do just enough. Marquise Noel had seven turnovers in the game. That was the most frustrating part watching the game was just seeing turnover after turnover by the Cats. They had 16 in total. And for Oklahoma State, the Cowboys, they would use that to their advantage. They had 19 points off those turnovers. Keontae Johnson was 17 on 7 of 13 shooting, 10 points for Desi Sills. Cam Carter was 7. Naquan Tomlin and David Kassan was 6. Ish pursued with 5 as Kansas State was able to shoot 49% from the field, 8 of 21 from beyond the arc. Meanwhile, Oklahoma State, not great from deep, just 5 of 23. K-State has done a solid job of chasing guys off the three-point line and making those three-point shots difficult. That's been K-State's bread and butter all season long. So the K-State Wildcats able to get the road win at Oklahoma State. Three Sunflower State wins for K-State, KU, and Wichita State. We'll take that any day of the week. All right, let us take a break. Our final one here in hour number one. We are broadcasting from Hartman Arena, KCAC Championship Monday, Southwestern's Matt O'Brien and Kevin Clark on the show moments ago. Coming up in hour number two, we'll have the ladies. We'll have Dean Jaderston of Friends University and Taylor Jackson. After that will be Andy Kelly and Rebecca Gilpin from St. Mary. But up next... 
We'll talk to a coach that made a short trek from North Newton down south to Hartman Arena. Jason Artez, Cliff Bird, just around the corner here on The Pulse on ESPN Wichita. You're tuned into The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy, and I can cash out whenever I want. That's a total no-brainer. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT. It's Tango Day, everybody. Follow after me and step and bet. And slide and dip. That's tango. Why is Ice-T leading a tango class? It's probably the heart-shaped Honey Nut Cheerios. He found out they can help lower cholesterol. Now he's having fun taking care of his heart in all sorts of new ways. Let's see those hips move, people. Hurry and get your heart-shaped Cheerios. They're only here for a limited time. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. Were you exposed to hazardous materials while serving in the military and have an illness or condition as a result? If so, you may be eligible for VA benefits and services. Whether you need health care or want to file a disability compensation claim related to military exposures, VA is here to help. Visit va.gov forward slash military dash exposures to learn more and apply today. You served your country. Now let VA serve you. Ray Maliotz are here for eBay Motors. So you ordered a new air filter for your car. You try to install it, but it doesn't fit. So you take a little bit off the sides. Well, still doesn't fit? Well, you could try to sit on it. Or just go to eBay Motors and get it right the first time. With over 122 million parts, they have the parts that fit your vehicle. Air filters, tires, headlights, brakes, and more. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. We continue to broadcast live from Hartman Arena, home to KCAC Championship Monday. The men set to tip off at 6 o'clock. Southwestern, the four seed, taking on the three seed and the Bethel Threshers. And right now, joining me here inside Hartman Arena, we have the Bethel Threshers in the house. Head coach Jason Artez 
and a super swiper. That's what I want to call him, the Cliff Bird. I know he's way, way more valuable than just being the defensive guy, but super swiper I think is the best way to describe Cliff Bird, a senior from Memphis, Texas. Guys, glad to see you here. Coach, let's just kick things off with you. KCAC Championship Monday, I'm sure it doesn't get old for you, getting a chance to be here so many years. This year, you guys open things up with a, a pretty dominant win there in the opening round. Then you follow things up in the semifinals, shoot 83% in the first half, 9 of 10 from beyond the arc, led by 32 at the half against Sterling. And now here you are getting set to take on Southwestern. Your thoughts on the journey to get to this point here at the Hartman Arena? Uh, I think our journey probably goes all the way back to the beginning of the season. We were struggling uh, before Christmas, and we were basically a 500 team. Uh, Cliff was banged up a little bit during that that part of the season as well. And it, honestly, we were talking about this on the drive down, where if you would have told me that we were going to be in the championship game, uh, the KCAC you know tournament, I would have said you were crazy uh, before Christmas. But played much better. Uh, had a lot of guys really step up. Cliff has stepped up, and now he's healthy. Looks looks a lot better, uh, and so. Definitely don't take it for granted, but it's been a really, a really tough journey for us. We had we had a lot go through a lot of bumps and bruises along the road, and then been playing really well since then. And then in the tournament play, um, I thought we played our best basketball, and I think we just keep getting better every single game. Now we're probably not going to go nine for ten from three uh, again and shoot eighty three percent very often, but. It, it definitely makes the job a little bit easier. So I, I wouldn't hate it if that happened again. So, Coach, you're telling me for practice, if we go up to Thresher Gym right now, we roll out the ball, you're telling me you can't shoot 83% with no one around? I, I don't think we can, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> we have to make a lot of layups if we're doing that. <laughs> well, what led to the offensive success last time out against Sterling? Because 83%, you guys missed a combined seven shots. Four from the field. You're 20 to 24. You had three missed free throws. Obviously, nine to ten from beyond the arc. I mean, that's just ridiculously tough to do. And not to mention, you're doing it against a Sterling team. I would argue this might be the longest team I've seen in the conference in a few years. They have so much length, and that can be. Hey, if you got a key on your three point shooting, sometimes you know how it goes. It, it's it, if you got the three point shooters, that's great, but you're not always on. So, what led to the big offensive explosion in that first half against Sterling? Well, I think it came came from a couple things. I think defensively we were uh, turned up like well, I have not seen us uh, this year at all. And so when you have really good energy on the defensive end, I think it generally translates to the offensive end. And then we came out and got some easy looks to start the game. And once the ball starts going in and you're getting stops at the other end, all of a sudden just a momentum wave hits. And our momentum wave lasted 20 minutes, which is which is usually it's I mean, you can get to five minutes, you feel pretty good about it. But um, I, I think I think a lot of it was just you know the the intensity that we had. We were laser focused going into the game. I think that's probably the best we've felt as far as how our players have responded to things going into a game. I think you know not that we're going to do that tonight, but I think our guys are pretty locked in tonight as well. And so uh, I think I think just that focus on everything and seeing some good things happen early was, was massive. Well, Cliff, I want to get your thoughts on this entire season. You are back for another year, but as Coach mentioned, I think a lot of people doubted Bethel. It's hard not to when you yeah. see Jalen Scott, one of the premier players in this conference for so many years, go on to the Division One ranks to College of Charleston. I think everyone saw that and everyone's thinking, okay, well, maybe this is when Bethel's going to fall off. Nope, you guys were able to rally. You guys were able to finish top three in the conference, so what did you guys do? And maybe you specifically, being the leader of this team, what did you have to do to make sure that this team is able to play its best basketball down the stretch here? Yeah, as uh, as Coach was saying, like we struggled in the beginning trying to find ourselves uh, a new team, young team, uh, trying to find our identity. 
But uh, for me, uh, coach just basically gave me an, a new role, but still kind of the same role. I was more of a pass first um, guy this year, and so just trying to find my shooters and, and just get everybody involved was uh, is, was more than what I did last year. So that's that's one thing I would say. I do at the at the beginning of the year without Jalen. Did it take a little bit to kind of get in rhythm a little bit? Because Jalen did so much, yeah. being a good rebounder, kind of a point forward that yeah. LeBron James type of guys, <laughs> able to, to dish out the ball. So yeah. did it take a little bit to kind of get in sync? And, and what exactly did you do in particular that maybe finally, all right, time to click, this is it? Right, yeah. Yeah, I, like taking on his role too, like uh, like I said, like finding our shooters and sure. all, finding our guys. And that's, that's what he was really good at. And so we were missing that in the beginning and – Coach, me and Coach had conversations on how I needed to be more of a playmaker uh, this year, um, and and I just took on that role pretty well. I feel like. Well, you bring up the shooters. You certainly have some around you. Yeah, Brian Mikeby being the, the top guy, the all-time career three-point holder there for uh, for the school at, at Bethel. Harper Jonas this year. I know talking to Coach Artes at the beginning of the year. I know Harper gets known for his three-point shooting ability, but I think Coach likes him to drive to the yeah. rim a little bit more, and he's yeah. been able to do that a little bit. And then he throw in Carmelo Yakabu, who who comes in, and I was always curious to see how he would fit in. And you know, freshman, they go through the ups and the downs, uh, you know, throughout the season because it's it's not high school ball anymore. Yeah. This is college ball, and this conference is pretty good. So when you look at those other shooters, what have you seen from them and their play this year? Yeah. Uh, Shooter, they've been great. Uh, we kind of struggled once again in the beginning, but uh, we got we got used to everybody and how we played, and uh, you know just keeping Harper and uh, Brian in the in the gym always uh, putting up shots. And uh, Melo, yeah, he's been he's been great for us. Also, uh, he's kind of kind of like Jalen in a way when driving. You know, it's hard to stop him when he's going downhill. So uh, just uh, having him has been a great help too because it's just hard to stop him. Yeah. What's it like to be a senior and be here at Hartman Arena? Oh, like your last go around, a blessing, <laughs> a blessing, truly a blessing. Uh, it's it's been great, like you said. You know, uh, kind of got used to it, but uh, <laughs> nobody didn't think we were going to be here. Not even myself. Uh, but uh, we're here again, and and it's always to play uh, here again at Hartman. Always good to play. So, what makes you such a defensive savant, man? Like, I, I got to know what's the secret because here you are. <laughs> Number two in the country in steals. You're, you're always flirting with 100 <laughs> steals every single season. So what makes you such a defensive savant out there? Ball hawk. I feel like I'm a ball <laughs> hawk. And one thing, uh, one thing I try to do is, uh, you know, give a lot of uh, energy on the defensive uh, end so that, you know, my teammates around me can do the same as well. But quick hands is always too. <laughs> quick, having quick hands helps a lot. But, yeah, that's, that's what – that's that's Cliff Bird. He's a senior from Memphis, Texas, from Bethel College. Jason Artes, head coach here as well. Bethel gearing it up for the KCAC Men's Basketball Championship game tonight at 6 o'clock against Southwestern. All right, Coach. I think last year we had Jalen Scott here, and I was like, all right, Coach, time now for you to gush on Jalen, which I think that was really easy to do. And here you are now with Cliff Bird. You get a gush on him, which I'm sure that's also easy to do yeah. as yep. well. For a guy who always preaches defense, got to have – that ball hawk is as Cliff brought up, and certainly he's been that guy for the last so many years. So how special has it been having him by your side? Uh, man, it, it's it's hard to, to put into words when you talk about guys. Even going back last year, Jalen, we had the same conversation, but now going to Cliff, it's hard to really 
you know, express how important he's been to everything. Uh, and coming out of high school, I don't know if anybody really thought he was going to be this. I thought he'd be a good player, but this is even, you know, better than what we anticipated. Um, and he probably might even say the same thing. I don't know. But, you know, he has been off the floor, has been a tremendous leader. He's always doing the right thing. And, and I think when you get those guys that everybody on campus knows and everybody on campus likes, that goes a long way. And it makes it easy when that's your best player that he draws people to him. He has an aura around him. He's got that it factor, which is, you know, it's something we can't coach or teach. And so when you have a player that has that off the floor from a leadership standpoint, from being in the community standpoint, I mean, shoot, man, he's my kids love him. And they're 5 and 10, and they think he walks on water right now. So, <laughs> um, but, but all that stuff just, just you know, is the biggest part of why he's so good. And then you put him on the court, and as a coach – he does things that, that you can't coach, and his instincts, and, and going and getting steals out of nowhere. It's like, man, how did, he, how did he get his hands on that? How do you 50-50 balls he comes up with 85% of the time somehow. And so um, from a defensive perspective, he is special, uh, and, and he wants to be great. I think that's one of the things that, that he has in spades is he wants to be great. He wants to be coached. Uh, he, he wants to be a guy that, that can be the best he can possibly be, and he's willing to put in the work to do it. Uh, we had a lot of – workouts and summers and stuff with, with just me and him in the gym and and he has grown tremendously uh, and then as he talked earlier having to step into a new role i mean you had Jalen last year when it got down to crunch time that's who's going to get the ball and he's going to make sure everybody else is fed and everything and and cliff could be the guy that was just like all right i'm going to score well now he's got a different role and and that's not easy to do it's not easy to go from a guy who like hey we just need you to score the ball so now we need you to do a little bit of everything. We need you to be the triple-double you know, threat every time you step on the court. And he's bought into that completely. And, and uh, since he's done that and since he's kind of figured out what that takes and what that looks like, that's when our team has just taken off. And, and so, I mean, he's, he's an irreplaceable guy. We talked about in the coach's office, somebody's asking me, how are you going to replace Cliff and, and Bryant? And, <laughs> well, these, these guys aren't replaceable. Uh, I think they're, they're guys that, that are super special and, and, and as people and, and – you know, we're, we're super lucky to have Cliff, and, and we're going to miss him a lot around here. Uh, hopefully he stays somewhat in the area and get to see him a little bit, but uh, but he, he's been fantastic to coach. Well, what are your kids going to do without him, right? I mean, that's the thing. And what are you, what are you telling his kids? You're like, hey, this is what your dad's really like in practice now, okay? Right. Your, your dad's like this, okay? I'm sure you probably key, like, hey, by the way, your dad's like this in practice, by the way. I'm sure you probably give him some sort of tips, right? Yeah, always, especially his son. His son is just like him, literally identical. <laughs> But, yeah, I'm always uh, playing with his son, uh, always in the gym with him, just shooting around, always messing with him, giving him a hard time. But, yeah, like you said, uh, his kids are always around me, and I'm always around them, and just love to be uh, present uh, with them and just having fun with them, too. Well, when, you, when you made your commitment to Bethel College, did you think that this was going to be, like, this was going to be the path? Getting to KCAC Championship Monday three consecutive years. Yeah. Like, that's... Ridiculous. When you made the commitment, did you ever think like this is this is going to be it? This is what's going to happen? No, <laughs> not 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 even close. Uh, when I got here to Bethel, uh, my goal was to prove our test that I can play with anybody, and that's what it took to uh, was just being in the gym a lot, guarding the best uh, player or the best point guard on our team to show coach that you know I can play too. And uh, and it took me a while and stressful nights. Anxiety, all of that, but <laughs> but uh, but I got to the point where you know I got his attention, and uh, he just he just gave me a chance, and I ran with it. What about building a culture up there in North Newton? Because that's been I've been around for this is my seventh year now. Yeah, 
and to see what that gym is like now compared to what it was at the very beginning. Always a tough place to play, yeah. but now there's just this complete, completely different culture there yeah. compared to what was there when you first got there. So what what was that like, being a, a culture changer, if you will, there at Bethel College? I feel like it started with uh, – my going into my junior year, so I'm going to end the sophomore year going into my junior year. Um, just th- just that group with Jalen, uh, Brian, Tavon, uh, Jordan, uh, AG, uh, we we all st- uh, stuck, stuck around um, in the summer and we played like semi pro teams uh, in these tournaments and stuff, just trying to get the feel of each other. And we knew right then like we had something special, so just working hard every day and um, and just bonding with each other was something that we start with and then like once you have like a great community community like Bethel it's it's easy for them to like get attached to us and always want to support us and uh just be around us and come to games like yeah it's it's, it's pretty awesome well, I'm sure the drum's gonna be in the house tonight Almost I'm definitely. sure we'll see the <laughs> roll you know that type of thing I'm sure we'll be seeing that coach talked about Cliff enough what about Bryant I, I want to give you the opportunity to talk about him too because this is a guy who went to division one ranks decided to look back closer to the home, finds a home at, at Bethel. And I think when he came out this way, I think so many people – I remember watching him in high school, and I think some people thought that maybe he'd just be a shooter, which don't get me wrong, he is. Obviously, he's the career three-point holder for a reason at Bethel College. But I think what's been impressive about him is seeing how he's excelled in other areas as well. So your thoughts on Brian Mockaby and what he's been able to do as a former Derby Panther now thriving up in North Newton. Sure. Uh, Bryant, we, we probably recruited Bryant harder than anybody we've ever recruited, to be honest. Uh, I think I called him every other day and, and basically stayed on him. And, and that was our message to him that you can – you can go to the Division One level or even the Division Two level and just be a shooter and just be a guy that does one thing. Uh, but we wanted him to come here and be more of an all-around player. And I think he's improved in that area. I mean, obviously shooting is always going to be his biggest strength. But he's gotten better on the defensive end. He's gotten better uh, being able to create his own shot. His back-to-the-basket game is much better. Uh, and, and so he's improved in a ton of areas. And I think one of the things that, that you look at and you say, okay, Division One coming down to play NAIA basketball, KCAC basketball, I think everybody thinks, oh, he's going to come in and he's going to just absolutely blow everybody away. Well, I think it was a little bit of an adjustment for him uh, in knowing that, oh, man, this is pretty – you know, he came in for his first workout just on a visit and Jalen Scott was guarding him and he said, this guy's better than anybody I played with uh, defensively. <laughs> so uh, that was a little bit of an adjustment for him. But but I think one thing that's really special about him is he is the most team-first guy uh, that you could possibly ask for. Um, and – and coming from the Division One level, it, it would be easy to come down here and have an ego and talk about how good you are to everybody else and, and want to brag about yourself and say, well, I was at the D1 and this is what we did. Not one time. Not one time. He came in. He bought in. He's diving on the floor. First game, I remember specifically first game, he's head first, two hands diving on the floor for a loose ball. Uh, and he's been like that since he's been here. And He's another guy that, that people love. Uh, he's got the kind of an electric personality, and people like to hang out with him, and, and he's brought a lot to our programming. The three years we've come to uh, Hartman, that's his three years he's been here. Yeah. Um, and so he's obviously made a massive impact on us, and, uh, and and as a player he's improved a ton. And he's fought through some injuries over the years as well that you know a lesser person would have shut it down. And, and he fought through it and, and played even with the injuries. So it's, that's, a, that's a compliment to him, his family, uh, and, and just – you know, how they how they raised him, they, they did a really, really good job. All right, last one. Do we got to tie about the game a little bit tonight? You're taking on Southwestern 
It always seems to be you and Southwestern in the KCAC postseason tournament. And I'm sure Matt O'Brien is probably like, man, we got to get over the hump and beat these guys. But it's always been a super competitive all game. Last year was one of the best games I think I've ever called. It was such a great atmosphere, first and foremost. But just the way the two teams played, just electric. Southwestern, and I'm sure it's, it's not very hard for you to get up for Southwestern because you know the type of program that they are. But I'm sure you're probably like, man, they went on the road to Bartlesville and they shot 61% from the field against one of the toughest defensive teams you'll ever see, in, not only in the conference but also in the country. To shoot 61%, put 98 points on the board, just incredible. So what stands out about Southwestern in the showdown tonight? Uh, I mean, it, Southwestern, obviously, everything starts with Kevin Clark. He is he is an absolutely special player. Um, and he's another guy that, you know, we Jay, talk about Jalen going to Division One level. I think Kevin Clark is a guy that could do something like that. And he is he is a special player. Uh, you cannot give him an inch, and he, he will finish the shot. And so he is he's super special. And I think everything just it, – it, it, they become really hard to guard because you've got to be so tied into him. Uh, Andrew O'Brien is obviously a, an elite-level playmaker. He can play the five. He can play the point. I mean, he can do he can do it all. Um, and so trying to slow these guys down is, is a, a unique challenge because, you know, you're not, you're not going to shut them down. You've got to slow them down. That, that's the only chance you have. And so uh, we look at them, you know, those two guys especially, and then Dang Bowles, an elite defender. Uh, they, their bench is good. Their bench, that, that was one of the differences in Bartlesville is their yeah, bench came Trey, in. Trey Apisola with yeah, 20 Abisolo points. came yeah. out and played really, really well. Yeah, he had a big game, too, in the quarters against Bethany. He, yep. he hits a three, hits a jumper, had a steal, and made two free throws, too. So, I mean, he had a big game there, too. Yeah, and, and the way he's playing on film now, his confidence is an all-time high. I mean, before, I think he was trying to just kind of fit in with things, and now he's been more aggressive the last couple of games. So, you know, we're, we're going to that, – that's a, that's a tough challenge for us, uh, I think, you know, and any time you play Southwestern, like you talked about in the past, O'Brien's a great coach. Uh, his guys are going to play hard. They're going to execute. They try to move the ball a ton. Uh, they got some good stuff that they run to try to get their best players open looks. And, and it's a really, really good challenge. And I think, man, if you're if you're coming to a KCAC championship game, this is what you want. You want two teams that are going to absolutely lay it all on the line. They're going to be physical. They're going to hit. They're going to dive on the floor for loose balls. They're going to execute. Uh, you're going to see a really, really good game tonight. And, and you know, Matt and I talk quite a bit, and, and we're pretty good friends or whatever, but uh, but but I have all the wor- all the respect in the world for them and their program and what they've done. And so tonight's going to be an absolute battle, and, and we've got to be ready to, ready to go. No doubt. Coach, thank you so much. Cliff, yes, sir. thank you so much. Congratulations on a fantastic season and a fantastic career. Best of luck to you tonight. Yes, sir. Thank you. Right, thanks a lot. Jason Artez and Cliff Bird of Bethel College here on the Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM as we continue the enter way closer to KCAC Championship Monday. Men tipping off at 6 o'clock. The women, they tip off at 8. It's friends, the 7 seed, taking on the 5 seed in St. Mary. Coming up in hour number two, you'll hear from Andy Kelly and Rebecca Gilpin for St. Mary. But after a timeout, we'll come back and kick off hour number two with friends, women's basketball, head coach Dean Jaderston and Taylor Jackson. That's coming your way next here on The Pulse on ESPN Wichita. Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton. Wichita's home for Chiefs coverage, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. I, I told you all before the season, we got, we got Coach Andy Reid, we got guys like Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, Frank Clark, we're going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. Coach Reid, there's some reports out there that you might retire. I, I think I'm going to hang around. Uh, I'm a-